All right, so let me riff on exactly what it is I'm doing here. Uh, you see, for about seven years, I've wanted to podcast with uh, Lydia Terry. And uh, Lydia Terry now has one of those uh, TikTok deals, and I also have a TikTok deal. Lydia Terry's much more consistent on the TikTok than I am. And uh, what Lydia Terry said was, uh, all right, go ahead and um, you could take my TikTok videos and incorporate them into podcast episodes. Like, that's fresh. And so, it's almost sort of like we'll be doing sort of like a response to uh, what Lydia Terry's videos are. But it's different than how one might normally respond because it isn't um, uh, oppositional. Right. It's uh, more like I'm having a conversation with her TikTok videos. Uh, let's get into it. I don't know, man. It doesn't seem uh, woke. And I'm, I'm woke as hell. OK, I want to talk a little bit about virtue signaling. Um, you may be against virtue signaling, um, but there's reasons I would be against it. You don't like hypocrisy and you don't like pandering. I, I totally get it. But, you know, a lot of conservatives um, and they may not like that either. Um, but I believe the reason most of them are against it is because it actually works. It, it works. And what's funny is like, <laughs> you'll see them go, oh, um, you know what? You liberals, you lefties, you're, you guys pander too much to black people. My black friend agrees with me. Really? Really? This is what you're going to try? Okay. Yes. Um, that is something a little wacky right because it is there's a degree of corny and obnoxious when you see like the democrats pandering to a person that is black because like what, what was the one of the big ones that stands out when pelosi and schumer and all of those folks when they put on the kente cloth and did the kneel and I don't know what the fuck they were doing, like a remake of the Too Legit to Quit video. I shit you not. Like, look at the actual video of whatever the fuck Pelosi and them were doing with the Kenty cloth, and then go to the YouTubes and look up the MC Hammer Too Legit to Quit video. I'm pretty sure that's what they thought they were doing. And when you consider the age of these niggas... Right, like um, the too legit to quit video would be about 30 years old, which for some of these niggas in Congress, that's when they were going into their 50s, and they were like, That's what the Negroes like MC Hammer, the dancing rap man. <laughs> I shit you not, but when Republicans do so, all it really is is. This is the exact same racist diatribe I already go on, and here's a Negro that's cool with it, therefore you ought to be cool with it, because you're also a Negro. <laughs> it's fucking horrific <laughs> with the Republicans. I guess, it, I guess at least the Democrats choreograph it. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey makes me sick. The Black Widow... Pun not intended. Someone that destroys her own culture, her own people, a woman that is a vicious predator is called a black widow. When Trump was looking for a VP, a conservative I knew said, oh, he should pick um, Condoleezza Rice. I said, really? You want him to get mushroom cloud lady? There will always be some uncertainty 
about uh, how quickly he can acquire nuclear weapons. But we don't want the smoking gun to be a mushroom cloud. Really? You want him to get mushroom cloud, lady, after, after Trump is constantly criticizing Clinton for her support of Bush's wars? Really? All right. So <laughs> this part here, this is why they hate us, uh, Lydia. And, and you know what? I, I <laughs> To some degree... I inadvertently annoy myself with this sometimes, but more so in like a comedic way. We do laugh at ourselves because the people that one might consider leftists, we remember everything. You see, we don't just remember what we want to remember. We remember what we dislike as well. We remember what when someone we disagree with did some bullshit or said some bullshit. We remember that. And also folks we disagree with um i don't really know um how much older lydia terry is than myself but we're both around that time you know the the 90s the early 2000s you know going into the bush administration and like we remember that bullshit that condoleezza rice was on like anybody could see that condoleezza rice was basically inadvertently as a conservative republican she was a lean-in feminist of a black person she was very much a i'm gonna get mine fuck y'all niggas and she really bastardized that old term all skin folk ain't kin folk by saying because then when she says that the majority right over 90 percent of black people vote democrat and will not support her politically, will not support her at the ballot box as an individual or rhetorically. And so she's saying over 90% of black people are not her kinfolk just because they're her skin folk because they won't support her because she chose the party that is only populated by whom it's populated by because those people hate the Civil Rights Act. Condoleezza Rice can fuck all the way off twice. And he's like, well, I don't know anything about that, but you know, you know, what, what, what is it about Condoleezza Rice that you think would make a good VP? And he's like, well, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> okay, you know what? Keep, keep rocking. And I was like, wait, you want... You want a diversity hire? And that's that kind of stuff when interacting with these Republicans. And I'm gonna sit, I'm still gonna put this behind the paywall, but I'm gonna send this um, to Lydia Terry. I figured I'd want to make a uh, fresh one to show her, you know, the the, the work that I am doing um, with her uh, TikTok joints. But my goodness, yeah, I interact with this cat Russell in the factory. And I got him on board with some labor stuff related things. But like he is one of those sort of dead eyed Republicans. He really can't see past the propaganda that he's been fed. You know, he he, he, he can't see it like he is very much a Lee Atwater Republican, like very much. So I don't say the N word. Fuck that fairness doctrine and all yeah, you're really you're looking at a fucking blank brick wall of a person. And I remember um when he really cuz I'm smarter than him. 
So when I have him rhetorically cornered on abortion rights, he just defaulted. And it's not like he didn't stand up and yell or scream or hit the table or make any noise. But he just resorted to, you know, we really should just just have a purge. And like, so you went from I want to save the babies pro-life to I'm losing the argument. So let's kill everybody. What the fuck? Yeah, these people are fucking ill. And then how does this cat respond to Lydia Terry? He told me off. Uh Uh-huh, he would. Okay, anyway. Uh, I work with a lot of kids, and I was working with this kid who came and talked to me, and he said, look, no matter what I do, no matter where I go, people look at me like I'm trash. And I'm like, yeah, well, kid, that's, that's racism and you're not trash. And he's like, no, no, it's not. It's not racism. Um, it, it was, he wasn't doing anything. They were looking at him because he was a black kid. Uh, conservatives will tell you that if you talk about racism, if you demonstrate anti-racism, that that's gonna make things worse. That is not true. Yeah, and uh, just uh, hopping in there, I remember even fucking stupid ass Morgan Freeman saying that shit. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. Studies show that when kids, um, so non-white kids, see demonstrated anti-racism, they learn two really important things. One, that there are people who give a damn about them. And two, that it's real. And so when they're treated like shit, when they're treated like garbage, they don't think, oh, I'm garbage. They go, oh, wait, wait, you're, you're the problem. Not me, I'm great. And it's good for white kids, too. Uh, Racism doesn't actually make happy white people. It helps them keep in mind that a lot of the things that are going to happen for them are going to be participation trophies. And if they don't want that, they're going to have to work. Racism encourages mediocre white people. Anti-racism tells white people that they got to show up for life, too. Ooh. Racism doesn't create happy white people. You know, like right now in the moment, I don't think I can immediately just draw a through line. But my goodness, do you see a lot of um, like generally day to day, happy, racist white people? Like, I guess when they have to articulate themselves. It's almost like they're really just only happy. Yeah, as long as they're not talking and they're doing their favorite fun thing. But yeah, racist white people are rather like miserable, gruff folks to be around. Yeah, and white liberals are airy and bubbly, but they should also be shooters. If you're a white liberal, you should be down at the range shooting and you should be more down to get in the funk because fascism's coming. So when someone tells me not to virtue signal, I say, uh, why are you vice signaling? <laughs> why are you vice signaling? Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> My proctologist is never going to believe I didn't do this to myself. All right. And with that, it is 2.50 in the a.m. So I do need to go ahead and wrap up the mix down and hit the upload and Again, that is what I'm doing. I'm going to hop up and pop up <laughs> at 2 a.m., 1.30 a.m. 
and get to this podcast thing thing and, you know, make what I can, keep it consistent and make it artful. Like, I hope that folks enjoy this mix down. It does take a while to do. You only produce 14 minutes of audio or so out of it. But I think that it is something that folks might enjoy in their headphones. I recommend smoking a joint to it. I really do make, I make joint smoking podcasts. (laughs) All right. And uh, we'll get right back at it because Lydia Terry did do a part two to this and we can rock out with the part two. (laughs) 